Welcome to Business Leader Breakthroughs, where we help unlock the potential in you, your teams, and your business. I'm your host, Ryan Castle, along with Dr. Mike Ashby. We share insights, experiences, and stories on achieving breakthrough success in business and life. To learn more, click the link in the episode show notes or go to thebreakthrough.co. Now let the breakthroughs begin. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike, welcome along to the podcast. I guess we have a bit of a special edition of the podcast. Uh, All of us are in a very challenging time with COVID-19 making its way around the globe. And I think it's changing the dynamics for a lot of organizations and and how we work. So we wanted to reach out to our our listeners today and really talk about the mechanics of working remotely. Um, Can you give us some initial thoughts? You know, how should we be thinking about this? How is it different to what we might normally expect? experience in that office or a physical environment? Well, I think the first thing, Ryan, is that we've got to, uh, you know, think of the phrase, act as if. Oh, it's the, hang on. Act as if it's a workplace with a dog. Uh, I think the first thing we've got to do is, is get our heads in the right place. And that's about, you know, kind of, um, it's like wearing a hat and, and, and taking on a belief and you got to take on the belief that you are in a workplace. So you've got to act as if it's a workplace. You've got to act your way into the belief that this is both normal and kind of uh, useful and and it's not strange. You kind of (laughs) almost got to talk yourself into that. But if you start with that, then you will create for yourself uh, a much easier rhythm around it because you can then take all you know about how to work in the workplace to working from home. And that's where you start. Okay, so what's my routine for the day? Now we, you know, you and I and the and the team have the advantage we've worked with remote workers. I've worked from home in what I call my head office for um, 2015 or 14 or something. Uh, and then that was kind of accelerated when uh, uh, when my wife had a, had a serious health challenge. So um, this is kind of what I've learned about how I work best and it always starts with, I'm at work. I'm not, you know, kind of mucking around with stuff and getting distracted. I have a space that is my workplace space, my head office. Uh, I have a routine, particularly now, even more so, um, because we are in, in iso- we're in, in lockdown, we're in um, isolation, etc. So having the routine is really important. It's great that we've got as a team a routine around our scrum meeting which is 9.30, so that's what I kind of work towards. And, you know, kind of turning up in work mode. Absolutely. And I think a couple of insights from team members for us. You know, Milena, she has her, her routine starts with a, a time that she has her alarm set. She gets up, she does yoga, and then she does breakfast, and then she kind of gets a couple of hours of working. Now, that's really important for her. She has a young family that's also with her at home, so she needs to utilize her productive hours pretty early in the, in the day. So that's her routine. She gets in, does that, really adds some value to the business and then obviously has to then manage being both a parent and a, and someone working from home uh, later in the day as it, as it goes. I also liked a good insight from another of our team members, Anna, who uh, said she tried the working from home, which consisted of the routine of, I'll roll out of bed a couple of minutes before the scrum and see how it goes. And we could just tell as a team that her energy was pretty low, focus was pretty low. Through her own uh, learning and understanding, she said, actually, no, I need it. I need to get ready for work routine and she made the 
simple point that simply getting up and putting makeup on, you know, as part of her routine, made it feel like she's now in a professional zone. It's what she would normally do when she was going to work. So she was actually preparing for her work day, albeit from home, in the same way she would prepare for it if she was going to the, to the office. Exactly. I think they're, they're really valuable. Yeah. And, and look, it's really important that in that context, you wouldn't turn up to work, you know, kind of just rolled out of bed, right? Yep. And I guess the other one that sits in there that I think is really important is maintaining your own physical health regime, especially during this period of isolation. You can't get to the gym. So what are you going to do instead? Uh, and what I do instead, I have a, for years, I've used kind of just body weight exercises, as well as the kind of walking and exercise and everything else like that. I'm still doing my two and a half hours moderate exercise every week. What are you doing for exercise? Because you are a gym bunny. You're a CrossFit king. I am. So look, it's just about adapting, just like we're adapting our work environments, adapting the exercise as well. So uh, my routine is uh, up early and then my wife Paul and I we go for a, go for a walk uh, so that gets us out gets us a bit of fresh air and get going and then as a as a family so we have two children we're uh, normally around about three o'clock in the afternoon because we're finding that uh, in a full work from home scenario uh, around about that three o'clock time everyone was sort of running out of energy from a work perspective so at three o'clock uh, we have a garage space and we've converted that garage space to a little workout area and we're doing a combination of crossfit exercises that we can do at home with limited equipment we've had the kids make up exercise routines uh, we've been using the Les Mills on demand. I know others are using, there's plenty of action on YouTube of mm. people that have got, you know, short uh, routines that you can do at home. So uh, we're trying to mix it up every day, really do something a bit different. So again, it doesn't yeah. get, get stale. Yeah. So looking after yourself physically is really important. One of the challenges for me is that I can just get lost here in the head office. I, I know my kind of my high productivity periods, which run really from 8.30 to 12.30, very solid. I slow down for the middle of the afternoon and then I can crack on 3.30 to 6.30. But, you know, I am at home. I share this space with my wife. It's really important to maintain those relationships through those kind of work hours, take breaks take regular breaks, go and, you know, go and have a quick conversation with her, have lunch, whatever. And one of the things that we recommend is the Pomodoro timer. And it's just, it's just sort of stop, take a couple of minutes to stretch, breathe, and, and just kind of change the mental focus your energy up and i think energy is such a, a challenge for us in the work from home environment particularly if you are the only person working at, at home you know we do draw energy off our workmates and we have that kind of banter and discussion and other things that are going on so we get a bit of natural energy and we don't get that if we're working from home one of the good things about the pomodoro timer is rather than going, oh my gosh, I've got eight hours of home slog ahead of me. Mm. It's about going, hey, actually, I've got 25 minutes to get in and nail the next thing that I'm going to get done. That's what we call being active. So be active for that 25 minutes, really get in, chunk it down, nail that thing, right, take a break, five minutes, stretch, coffee, chat, whatever it might be, and then come back and do your next 25-minute block. And I just think that really, one, it breaks up the day and makes it much more um, manageable and two, keeps your focus a lot higher as well. So if anyone's interested, literally uh, Pomodoro as an Italian for tomato, just jump on Google and uh, Google Pomodoro timer. There are plenty of options available. would really recommend having a go with that. Yeah, yeah, a really useful way. To, there's, a, there's a million apps that you can get. And the things I think you have to allow for now more than ever 
um, the, the things that I'm having to allow for more than ever as a learned extrovert, as in, you know, kind of naturally in, introverted, really important that you build in plenty of communications, that you do reach out to people, particularly if you're a manager, and we'll talk about this another time. The biggest challenge that people have working remotely is loneliness. And it's really important if you're a manager to ensure that your people are in contact, in contact with you, in contact with each other. And that means, you know, even though you can be really efficient because you're not interrupted, by the same token, you can also get very isolated. As we have this conversation, we are marking one week in isolation. And we know that it's at least three more. And by the time people are listening to this, who knows how the world will have changed. We're really having to get used to a completely upended world changing practically daily. So this could go on for a while. And we need to get really good at managing ourselves in this, in this isolation. We will adjust. People do adjust. The experience out of China, which was first in, out of Wuhan, which was first into this, was that it took a week to kind of settle into it. And then people found that actually they were, they were really busy. But it will pass. You know, one of the things is probably got a whole lot of plans for what you're going to do with all this time. But actually, don't expect that you're going to have time to learn the ukulele, uh, particularly if you've got work. It's a wonderful opportunity to do a whole bunch of stuff that you didn't get time to do before. But you do have to, I think, manage your emotional state. You know, you should expect to be emotionally disrupted. You should expect to be afraid of what's going on in the world, afraid of the rapid rate of change, afraid physically of what the virus is doing to you, to your family, to your community, to your country, to your job, to your economy. It's absolutely massive. This is not business as usual. I know I'm kind of saying in working remotely, treat it as a business, you know, this is your workplace, be as normal as possible. But at another level, at an emotional level, expect to be emotionally affected. And, you know, all you can really do with that is accept it, accept that you are afraid, accept that you are scared, accept that you're angry at the virus, accept that you're worried about your future, all those things, because we know that if you don't accept those things and you just try and kind of push through, well, you know, you're just pushing it uphill really. And it, and it will come out in your relationships. And in the end, like we always say, Ryan, it's your health, your relationships and your work in that order. So we've so talked true. about the importance of taking care of your health while working remotely. Also important to take care of your relationships. And that means not holding back, not trying to hold in on uh, the emotional upset that goes with our world being upended. I think it's really important that we make time to have deep and serious conversations. It's a bit like that um, Stockdale paradox that Jim Collins talks about, um, the story about an American prisoner of war in Vietnam. And he was the longest, one of the longest held captives. And they said to him, how did you survive? And he talked about the paradox of confronting the reality of the situation while never giving up hope. So we've got to hold those two in balance. They are in tension with each other and we have to create space for both. We have to create space in our heads and our hearts for the reality that people are dying in, in record numbers, that our world is being upended, that, that our jobs are at risk, our businesses, you know, our revenues falling, uh, our clients are failing, all of those things. You know, that we have to confront that reality. But at the same time, we have to hold on to the hope that we will get through this, that there will be a recovery in some shape. Um, so we have to both, you know, we have to create space for those two things to, to be held at once. 
We do. So I think at a personal level, we need to uh, accept what's going on, uh, be prepared to be open and discuss that with others. And if you're fortunate enough to have a, a partner or a family, you can discuss that within your own house, do that. If you uh, maybe are living by yourself, then certainly connect with people, albeit virtually at the moment, and have those same same discussions is, is really helpful. And in our next podcast, we'll talk about the role as a manager and a leader in your business and how important it is to help your people on their journey of uh, managing the situation and where you can look at both the the challenge and the opportunity because there is certainly opportunity uh, with any significant event it also presents opportunity so we'll, we'll discuss that in our next podcast as well looking forward to it right all right mike nice one see you Thanks next time you, okay bye bye